Hello, hello, and welcome into this edition of The Groove Line. I'm your host, Conductor CJ, and in this episode, we have a special interview with North Carolina Music Hall of Fame Social Media Marketing Manager Adrian Stallings discussing their upcoming induction ceremony. So get your tickets, grab a seat, hold on board, and welcome to the ride. All aboard. The Groove Line is pulling out of the station. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest this afternoon on the Groove Line. He is the head of social media marketing for the North Carolina Music Hall of Fame and the North Carolina Music Hall of Fame Museum. They have their annual um, induction ceremony coming up in the next couple of weeks, and he's been gracious to take time out of his day to talk to us about it. So, uh, Mr. Adrian Stallings, how you doing this afternoon? Hey, uh, I'm doing fine today, Chris. How how you doing today? I'm great. Um, once again, I want to thank you for coming on. Greatly appreciate you taking the time out. So tell everyone about this year's induction class because it seems very star-studded. Well, this year um, we're celebrating our 10th annual induction ceremony. Uh, it was taking place October 18th of this year on a Thursday evening in Kannapolis, North Carolina. And um, this year it's a, it's a very star-studded cast. Um, Mostly, we're, we're inducting um, pianist composer John Tess, uh, formerly on Entertainment Tonight. He also created the theme song for the NBA on NBC called Round Ball Rock. And we also have um, 2006 American Idol contestant Chris Daltrey. Yeah, hits such as It's Not Over. And he's also the lead singer of the rock band Daltrey. Uh, and also, we have a a record executive by the name of Dolph Ramser. He is the founder of Ramser Records. It's an independent label based here in North Carolina, one of the more well-known independent labels. He is also a manager of groups such as the Averett Brothers and Steep Canyon Rangers. And we also have um, Stella Award-winning and Grammy-nominated gospel singer Luther Barnes. Um, he's currently uh, the pastor uh, at his church in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, called the Restoration Worship Center. And also we have R&B soul singer Calvin Richardson. You know, he is a multiple Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, actually. So um, Dove, the Prince of Soul, like he has been, uh, you know, well-known with friends with um, Casey and JoJo, and he is from Monroe, North Carolina. And last, uh, we also have uh, Southern gospel group The Hoppers from Madison, North Carolina. They they've been performing for over uh, 60 years. They are a family, so um, they more well known as like a uh, gospel singing quartet group. And last but not least, we have Piedmont Blues guitarist Blind Boy Fuller. He is uh, well known for his finger picking style back in the 1940s. Very influential in in the the Piedmont Blues guitarist genre. So, uh, you know, it's a very, very star-studded group, and I cannot wait for this event to, to take place here uh, on October 18th in Kannapolis, so. That is a very um, star-studded cast. Obviously, you know, when you said John Tess, the first thing that came into my mind was Round Ball Rock. So yeah. that's, that's a pretty cool um, cast of um, inductees for this year. So. For the 10th anniversary, you know, do you guys have anything special planned, you know, 
that people will, you know, that might not be familiar with the North Carolina Music Hall of Fame will want to come out and see, especially since you guys have been doing this for, for now a decade? Well, um, see, when the inductees, when they we present them with an award, and uh, in most years we present the inductees with a plaque um, uh, detailing their name, their genre of music, and what year that they're, uh, you know, they're being inducted into. So this year we're going to do something drastically different. We're going to do a new award. Um, I'm not going to get in into the details of it. I will say it will not be a plaque. It will be more like a award that you they usually see at um, music award shows. And also many of the, one of the great things about this induction ceremony is that uh, many of the inductees, they come to the event and they perform live. So it's not just, it's not say a, a dinner in which they'll get up and say their speech, lift their award and then sit down and you know wait out for the rest of the show no they actually get to perform their their greatest hits the hits that uh many fans you know started to love them in the first place so it's a and very very night very great night of uh elegance and entertainment and another great thing about it is that you know when you think about north carolina usually think about some of the bigger cities such as charlotte or um uh, the triad with High Point, Greensboro, Winston Salem. With Kannapolis, we're we are um, a city of about twenty five, thirty thousand people. So we're not as big as as Charlotte or or Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill area. So just to have all these big stars, um, you know, people who won awards, people that you see on these uh, music videos, just to come, you know. Be here in Kannapolis of all places and performing live is uh, is a huge boost to our city and to to our area as well. So that's awesome. And when you think about North Carolina, you know people tend to get gravitate you know towards the um, you know the athletic mm -hmm. aspect of things, but the music runs really deep right. in that. City. So it has to be a huge point of pride for you guys to have a Hall of Fame, not just in name only, but the museum as well talk to us about the museum so here at the museum um, we have about 6,500 square feet of space uh, and the the museum itself has about you know various memorabilia from the inductees themselves the the memorabilia are is a connection from them during their time living in North Carolina and and the things that helped them uh, gain recognition so we have um, you know costumes and, and suits outfits that they perform live on stage uh, various awards that they won such as um, whether it's a country music award or or um, a Grammy and one of the good things about it is that um, one of our inductees last year a um, Americana singer by the name of Jim Lauderdale he donated one of his Grammy awards his actual Grammy Awards for the display, and at that point in time, we had never uh, displayed a Grammy Award uh, inside our museum, so it was a it was a very big deal to us. So most years, uh, many of the, of the inductees they'll they'll give us the uh, uh, medals when uh, someone gets nominated for a Grammy but do not win. They usually uh, 
the recording academy gives them a medal to, uh, to recognize their nomination for a particular genre or album so just to have a an actual grammy award is kind of is very fair makes you starstruck for it, you know just to see it up close and personal so um so um so people like uh anthony hamilton sending us um a hat that he wore from his music video coming home from where i'm from or um just nina simone having a costume from her or jazz uh jazz player john coltrane having one of his um suits and saxophones it's a it it takes you back in time it makes you visualize what these guys uh look like what they were doing performing on stage it's a it's a very i'm the kind of guy that uses my imagination so whenever i see stuff like this it makes me go back to my imagination and see these guys you know performing in the flesh so it's very very interactive just not in the technology phase but more of a using using your mind to let your mind run these imagination kind of things so when and just to um expound on that point you know museums never i mean even though as as try as they might you know technology tries to sort of you know push those things out of style but people still actually yeah. enjoy going to museums very much these days so when you have something like this, you know, just talk about how important it is for the local community, you know, to know that, hey, we have a mu- we have a music hall of fame and a museum that we can go visit. And, you know, for the younger kids, this is a chance for them to see that, you know, you can make it from, I mean, obviously people have made it from North Carolina and many different areas, but as well as the music, I would think that's very important too. Am I correct? Yes, you are correct. So with what i do uh, i i've been here at the museum just over a year and it's very surprising for me to you know be out in public and act try to promote the museum and have people be like oh i never knew that we had a a music hall thing or whenever we when we have visitors they'll be like oh i never knew that this particular person is from north carolina and just to have uh the, the exposure and the recognition we're we're trying to grow with that and if they're here in Kannapolis or in the immediate area or any anywhere in the mountain region the Piedmont or the coastal area of our state that have not heard of us but they know about the singers whether if it's a country singer like Eric Church or if it's an R&B singer like Anthony Hamilton or if it's someone like a Fantasia or or um Lou Donaldson. They they make they know the singers, but they either they either don't know that they lived in North Carolina or born in North Carolina. And when we have visitors that come into this museum, they are they're shocked and they're amazed. And I always try to encourage people to you know tell your friends and family about it. Tell tell your kids. You know you never know. This is a great stop for for field trips, especially for. You know schools that have art programs or or music programs or a school of the arts so you know it's uh it's very trying but at the same time i get to see the the fruits of the label when when people are actively you know uploading pictures on their facebook page or twitter page or instagram page while in the museum so it's very refreshing just to just to see that and to see the number of people liking and commenting about it saying hey you know i want to 
be here at the museum like or i can't wait to visit the museum or or sharing our posts um every day we we try to create content on our social media channels and, and another thing is that we're we're a nonprofit organization so it's not like we we can reach deep into our budget and try to uh, create a television ad or a newspaper ad so for someone like me just trying to create content on our social media channels every day just trying to spread the word um organ in an organic manner just trying to make sure that people know more about us yeah i feel like that's a very very you know noble concept you know to uptake because it, I can imagine it's not easy, you know, being, you know, working for a nonprofit and, you know, having to, you know, I don't know, be a one man band per se, but you seem very passionate about it. And that really, you know, it's something I wish we had more of, you know, with yeah, yeah. music in general, not just our music, but just music, period, because it feels like, you know, and I'm not going on a tangent about, you know, today and all of that, because, you know, I'm not trying to sound like a, <laughs> you know, get off my lawn type, but I really, right, right. you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to, hey, get off my lawn, but I just really, you know, admire the job that you, that you and other people are doing with these museums because there's so much rich history that people can actually look, see, feel, touch, hear, and know that, you know, music has been around forever. And while you might feel like you've seen it all or heard it all, you really have Right. And it's always a challenge whenever I have um, younger kids coming to the museum on a field trip or, or summer camp, because many of the younger kids, they they, you know, listen to today's artists. And I always try to get them to listen to something like jazz, which is, you know, more more like instrumental. And many of today's jazz artists, they 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 play, um, you know, instrumentals of hits and I always try to encourage people to listen to jazz because you know I, I try not to be someone that uh, just you know likes one genre of music and then just shut everything out on every other genre of music I try to listen to all genres of music because I don't know if you guys know this but you know artists in every genre they always pick apart they always pick something up from a particular genre you know a, a good example is someone like uh this year's inductee like luther barnes i remember in an article that he mentioned like growing up he would always like he would be surprised why many people would uh in in gospel music wouldn't try to play up-tempo music or you know try to pick something from blues or or, or hip hop or country. And if you listen to many of his songs, you, you'll hear you know, samples of the genres in, in his songs. So it's always great to have an open mind when, whenever you're listening to music because you never know, you could be li listening to another genre of music and you can immediately you know, have a light bulb in your head, be like, oh my goodness, you know, that sounds just like something I hear in, in bluegrass music, or that's something that sounds like something I hear uh, in, a, in a rock and roll song, you know? So it's, it's very, I try to get kids and get visitors to, to have an open mind when they, you know, visit the museum, so. That's always a good thing. So to wrap it up, just tell people if they're interested in coming to the, um, to the um to the induction ceremony you know 
what you know what channels they have to go through you know who to contact obviously i think you would be the person to contact and you know all the particulars of the event well we have um we have multiple ways of have uh, for you the contact uh one is you can go on our website which is north carolina music hall of fame.org uh we also have we also sell tickets through a ticket app by the name of eventbrite that's e-d-e-n-t-b-r-i-t-e when you go on eventbrite just search 2018 induction ceremony and our events will be the first one that uh you know will pop on on that website and another thing is you know, not many people are, may not be um, as technology savvy you know, as, you know, say some of the younger people are. So we always encourage people to come visit our museum. Uh, we're located at 600 Dale Earnhardt Boulevard in Kannapolis, North Carolina. You come visit our museum and we will, we will help you buy a ticket to the event. Because, again, whenever you're scrolling on that computer, you, you don't want to... Uh, you, you may be the kind of person that don't like to put out your car information, so that's the reason why you know you can always come to our museum and we'll we'll help you buy your tickets yourself. So, so yeah, so just those three options: our website, North Carolina Music Hall of Fame.org, Eventbrite ticket app, or our museum itself. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, on f- Facebook, just search us North Carolina Music Hall of Fame. On Twitter, uh, do at NCMHOF, and on Instagram, search NCMHOF underscore museum. And all three channels, we provide daily content on what's happening in our museum, whether it's on our induction ceremony, on any exhibits that are being constructed, or we also do, um, we have a 5K race every springtime called the Rhythm, Rhythm and Run 5K. We usually have that every May, and we also try to go to schools and libraries around the state during the springtime slash summer months. So, you know, like us, follow us, so that way you guys can be on the know on what's happening inside our museum or outside our museum. So, all right, Adrian Stallings, head of social media marketing for North Carolina Music Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. And that's going to do it for this edition of The Groove Line. I want to thank our guest, Adrian Stallings, for coming on to talk to us. If you want to listen to any of our past episodes, go to soundcloud.com forward slash Pod. Also, check us out on Stitcher and on iTunes by searching for The Groove Line. If you have any suggestions, hit us up at GrooveLinePod at gmail.com or on Twitter at GrooveLinePod. I'm your host and conductor, CJ, and thank you for riding on The Groove Line. Strong.